Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Lee Zeldin, the Republican nominee for governor. And on the day our capital was attacked, a day that led to the deaths of five brave police officers, Zeldin still voted to overturn the election. But that's not all. Zeldin celebrated Roe v. Wade being struck down and has supported abortion bans so cruel toward women they include no exceptions for rape, incest, or the life of the mother. Because Lee Zeldin is extreme and dangerous. Lou, you're brilliant. Lee Zeldin is extreme and dangerous. This is Billy Joel. I go to extremes. Call me a joker. Call me a fool. Right at this moment, I'm totally cool. Clear as a crystal, sharp as a knife. I feel like I'm in the bottom of my life. Sometimes By the way, Lee Zeldin is like the least dangerous and extreme person I know. He's a nice Jewish kid from Shirley, Long Island. There's nothing extreme or dangerous about Lee Zeldin. But that, of course, uh, doesn't stop that lying, thieving, corrupt douchebag Kathy Hochul from saying these things in her TV ad. And uh, with all that said, here he is. Yeah, you know, Peter, that's a odd way to introduce a guy. <laughs> yeah. The gubernatorial <laughs> candidate for governor and a dear, dear friend of mine and Peter King, the esteemed Lee Zeldin. Lee, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. Uh, you too, Lee. So I played this uh, this Kathy Hochul ad, which I saw during the Giant game, actually, on Sunday. And uh, she goes on and on about how you celebrated the Roe versus Wade decision, which you didn't do. And then she's talking about January 6th, and she talks about how you were celebrating after five cops died on January 6th. I'll ask you this, Lee Zeldin. How many cops actually died on January 6th? Well, zero. Right. But that's not gonna that's not gonna stop her. And she it's because she doesn't want to talk about crime. She doesn't want to talk about New Yorkers hitting their breaking point and fleeing the state. So she wants to talk about anything other than the issues that are actually top of mind for New Yorkers. But how did she just go out there and lie like that? Talks about five cops getting killed on January sixth. How you celebrated Roe versus Wade. I mean, why can't she just go out there, put out a TV ad, which you've done now, by the way, too, and talk about your differences without lying, not once but twice? I think it's very telling. I mean, here I am running against her, and because I am challenging her, her attitude is that I am no longer a New Yorker. She says that I have to get on a bus and leave the state and head to Florida. She hasn't yet accepted any debates. I, mean, I, I accepted the first couple debates that had come in. I've challenged her to at least five. The absentee ballots start going out in nine days. People are going to start voting. We're supposed to debate before that happens. And if you ask New Yorkers, what are the issues most important to you? It's about their breaking point in the state and and the reason why they feel like they need to head out it's because they feel like their wallet and their safety are being under uh, are under attack in particular and Kathy Hochul 
feels very vulnerable. You know what's as far as a danger, me being a danger to Kathy Hochul, I'm a danger to her political career. I'm a danger to yeah. her lust for power and control. She she th- views us, all of us, you know, all of your listeners, everyone who's out there who's getting ready to vote to fire Kathy Hochul, she wants us on a bus, all of us on a bus and heading out of the state because we are a danger to her selfish pursuit of power. Hey, hey Lee, this is Pete. First of all, you were great the other night at that event in uh, Nassau County. The point you made the other night I think is really significant. It's really bears repeating is that Kathy Ogle can do all this. She can say whatever she wants because the media is never, ever going to criticize her. I, I don't think I've seen in Newsday one word critical of Kathy Hochul. I mean, she can say whatever she wants, and the media gives her a free ride. So that's an extra obstacle that you are going to overcome when you win. But it, people should know that makes it tough. You get the phony polling, and you have the, a biased media. Yeah, you, you'll, have, you'll have certain polls that will come out just to try to make it seem like, it, you know, we can't win. Uh, they will play games with just how many Republicans they'll include in the the sample. They're over they'll oversample votes out of an area where maybe Hochul's doing better. They're they're playing games. And as far as the media goes, I mean, some of the media has been outstanding. I mean, go to go tune into Bernie and Sid in the morning. All right, uh, you can go open up the New York Post. Well, well, at least Bernie, uh, Sid, 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 is a, Sid is a mixed blessing. You know, if somebody buys him a meal, he's going to go over to Kathy Hochul. If you buys him a dinner somewhere. You know, yeah, you may lose his support, Lee. Uh, Pete's not wrong. I, I've been warned. <laughs> I've been warned. You know, but I'll tell you, you know, Pete, you mentioned Newsday. I mean, right now, she, they have not said anything negative about her during this entire campaign. To your point, there's no coverage on the fact that Hochul's dodging debates. They should be holding her to account. There's no coverage of her How about the uh, giving, COVID an over giving an over $600 million contract, no big contract. To, uh, for these COVID tests to a family, a company that donated $300,000 to her, and they paid twice the price. Where's the story? Can you imagine the wall-to-wall coverage in Newsday if the shoe was on the other foot? I was the governor. She was running against me. I, as a Republican, did this. You know, we just a couple mornings ago stood on the steps of City Hall, and we had a bunch of Democrats uh, who were endorsing us. Current elected officials, former Democratic elected officials, uh, Democrat community leaders. If this was Florida and I was Charlie Crist running against Ron DeSantis and I stood on the steps of the state capitol in Florida announcing a whole bunch of Republicans endorsing me, current elected officials, former elected officials, Republican leaders in Florida. Not only would that be the biggest story all across every media outlet in Florida, that would be the number one national story. But because I'm a Republican running against a Democrat governor, I mean, there, there were media cameras that were there at the press conference waiting for the next press conference, and they wouldn't even turn the cameras on. They wouldn't even put them on the stand to cover what was happening. They were just waiting for the next press conference. It was a blackout. 
Interesting. And uh, by the way, it seems to be the case when it comes to uh, debating, Lee, that uh, all Democrats do this. Because right now in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz is having the same issues with John Fetterman. He's trying to get those debates in before the mail-in ballots, way before the election. He can't get it done either. So it seems like a uh, kind of uh, moto, uh, MO, if you will, for Democrats to stay away from debating Republicans because they know at the end of the day that they will lose on all the issues. Yeah, I'd be happy to debate Kathy Hochul today, tomorrow, and the next day. Let's let's do it. There's 11 media markets in this state. I'll do it all across. What, you know, let's tune into you know, Bernie and Sid tomorrow morning, and and the two of us will be on air. Let's do it live I'd on TV to. tonight yeah. on on broadcast in New York City. I, I'm up for debating. Who do you feel safer with as governor? Who who will make you feel safer in your streets and in your subway, in your home, and your residence? Let's talk about it. I mean, I I believe that voters should know before the election where we stand on issues that are most important to them. I believe that we need to overhaul cashless bail. She says you have to elect her to find out what her position might be in January. I mean, I believe that we should stop congestion pricing. She supports it. Let's talk about it. I mean, they're, they're from one issue to the next. I believe we should fire Alvin Bragg. She thinks he just got there. We should cut him some slack. He's doing his job. Let's right. debate it. Lee, the issues you're talking about definitely appeal to Republicans. How how do you find them, uh, let's say, into non-Republican voters, like, for instance, in, uh, in the Hispanic community? Do you feel you're making inroads there? Because these issues should cut across party, party and ide- ideological lines. hundred percent. This is a moment like I've never uh, I've never seen – in all my time thinking about being involved with elections, races, politics, you could be in the reddest county in the state. You could be in the bluest county in the state. You could be talking to a Republican and Democrat independent. And all New Yorkers as New Yorkers at the top of the list are talking about how they feel less safe in the street. They want to support our men and women in law enforcement. They want to repeal cashless bail. They're concerned about attacks on our corrections officers right now because of the implementation of the HALT Act. They want district attorneys doing their job. I mean, we just launched our new TV ad. Uh, it, it's going up statewide today, and it's focused on crime and, and the need for us to be able to have people in government who aren't going to be out there fighting for the criminals in power, but fighting for law-abiding New Yorkers and fighting for law enforcement. And by the way, anybody who wants to get involved in the campaign, ZeldenForNewYork.com is the website. We're on social media. We need everyone involved. We need people to sign up to be poll watchers on Election Day. We need people out there knocking on doors and, 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 also, and making calls. We need people to get involved in these congressional races, these state Senate races, these state assembly races. You all see the uh, Trafalgar poll that had come out about uh, a week and a half ago that said that uh, it was a four-point race between Kathy Hochul and I. Well, that same poll said that Michael Henry, who's running for attorney general against Tish James, he was up by a point and a half. Wow. I mean, we have an opportunity here with the statewide slate, with these candidates for down-ballot races. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where we can restore balance to the state, that we can save the state, but we need everybody engaged. We have less than eight weeks to go. I do well like Michael Henry, by the way. You know, uh, one of the races that scared me, though, Lee, and I wonder if it scared you, was the Pat Ryan race in upstate New York. He beat Mark Molinaro, and really all he talked about was abortion and gun laws. That's it. 
no crime, no safety, and he beat the Republican on abortion, on gun laws. And there's lots of Democrats in this state that for some reason are really focused on those two issues. That, uh, that race make you nervous? Well, two things. I mean, first off, as it relates to abortion here in New York State, they already codified far more than Roe a few years ago. So when we all woke up the day after the Dobbs decision, the law in New York was exactly the same. There was no comma changed. There was no wording changed. The law in New York was exactly the same as it was the day before Dobbs. As far as what happened in New York 19, the the way the media was talking about this race, you would think it was a Republican district that went Democrat. Right. This was a Democrat district where in November of 2020, the Democrat won by 11 and a half points. In August of 2022, there was a special election that you just referenced. The Democrat won by two points. Ah. So, you know, the media covers it like this went red to blue, where actually the district shifted nine and a half points to the right. And to think that that's the best example Democrats have as to why they believe that there's no red wave. They're pointing to some district that went only nine and a half points to the right. I'm telling you, this is, this is a wave that is brewing. However, anybody who's out there, please, nobody should be jumping on a board to ride in a wave. What we need to do between now and the polls closing at nine o'clock on Tuesday, November 8th, is that all of us need to be working to create the wave. There's no celebrating. There's no riding anything in. We need to work hard. We need to talk about what we stand for and why we stand for, what our ideas are on how to make life in New York better. And uh, for anybody out there who might be taking anything at all for granted, whether you're a candidate, you work on a campaign, you support a campaign, we all are – I mean truly I believe that we're battling for the heart and soul of our country and, and our state. We can't afford – to continue to have one-party Democrat rule. It's, it has our country going in the wrong direction. It has our state going in the wrong direction. And we have a great opportunity, less than eight weeks away. Beyond that, how are you doing in New York City? So here's the thing. With New York City, uh, we have to get at least 29% of the vote. We can't win this race if we get less than 29% of the vote in New York City. If we get more than 35% of the vote in New York City, we can't lose the race. So we really need to keep... Well, keep working really hard in the city and we have been working hard in the city and we're it's about the more conservative areas and getting everyone out to vote in staten island and brighton beach and bay ridge and middle village and elsewhere we need all of those communities to get out we're speaking of middle village didn't councilman holden uh, who uh, represents that area in the new york city council a democrat come out for you yes he did a- absolutely so yesterday yep. morning uh two two mornings ago uh, Councilman Bob Holden was one of the Democratic councilmen who were out there at the steps of City Hall endorsing our campaign. The New York Post did a good job covering it. There were some other media outlets that covered it. Most didn't, um, but kudos to Councilman Holden. And he, he was citing crime. He, he wants to be able to partner to, so that he can protect the safety of his constituents. And we have we have. You know, the Jewish community under attack. And it, over the course of the last few years, actually, the hundreds of anti-Semitic uh, hate I- incidents that have been recorded, there's only been one person who has served one day in prison. That's according to Americans Against Anti-Semitism, Assemblyman Dov Hyken, uh, his, his group. 
The Asian-American community is under attack. There are people who are being targeted with raw, violent hate. The Hispanic community upset about Jose Alba. Jose Alba comes here from the Dominican Republic, lives a law-abiding, hardworking life. He goes through everything he went through, Alvin Bragg railroading after the guy gets stabbed, thrown in a Rikers with an open stab, slapped with a murder charge. Bragg wants hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bail. The person who stabbed him gets charged with nothing. When Jose Alba got out of Rikers, he decided that he would feel safer if he moved back to the Dominican Republic. And he hasn't lived there in a really long time. We've reached the point where people who came to America, who came to New York, who came to New York City with an American dream that was their New York dream, that was their New York City dream, are now seeing their dreams expired because of one-party Democrat rule, pro-criminal policies, leaving people like Jose, like Jose Alba saying, you know what, I'd feel safer if I go back to the Dominican Republic. Right. Yeah, and it's not safe there. So we need Lee Zeldin to win in 2022 and hopefully the return of Donald Trump in 2024. As always, Lee, great job. Thank you for coming on. Keep uh, going at it. You're doing a terrific job. We love you. Talk again very, very soon. Thank you so much. Good job, Lee. Uh, Thanks, guys. There he is, the great Lee Zeldin. Make sure you vote Lee Zeldin come November. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.